Hi, welcome to Whispers to a Bride, where you learn about how to navigate wedding stress and drama with grace and ease. We're talking about what it means to be a bride, what that does to your identity and your closest relationships. I'm your host, Kara Gassabay, and as a life coach and therapist, I'm sharing super practical tips so that you can not only rise to the occasion of your wedding, but also your life. Hi, and welcome to episode four, The Bridezilla Myth. I wanted to talk today about this whole concept of bridezilla and how it's completely unfair, I think, in a lot of ways, and puts just adds this whole extra layer of stress for brides that just doesn't need to be there. So the term bridezilla actually came about just pretty recently in the 1990s. Um, I think a journalist used it to describe a woman in a story she was writing, and then it got picked up by one of those reality shows that would feature these brides who were acting, I mean, completely crazy, you know, giving unbelievable demands of like having their bridesmaids have to lose weight and having people like demanding certain gifts and all these tasks and favors and just like very weird, almost like drill sergeant army, like bizarre dictator behavior. I remember watching the show years ago and being like, what is happening? Anyway, it is now a real term that has taken off and been used and is totally a part of our sort of cultural narrative around being a bride. And it's defined in the dictionary as a woman whose behavior in planning her wedding is regarded as obsessive or intolerably demanding. And I just wanted to take a moment today to really look at what's going on with this term and what it does to women and brides and the industry. We've talked a little about before how everybody feels like brides have it all and there's no reason for them to have emotional breakdowns or act in a way that is unsavory or anything less than gracious and grateful. And I think the thing to remember is while there is a huge increase in attention on you when you're engaged in getting married and planning a wedding, it doesn't always translate into support. So it can look like when you're getting married, you're in this whole bridal phase that you're just surrounded by all of these, you know, other women, you've got your friends, your family, all of these people who are throwing you parties and buying you gifts and everybody is just bending to your every whim and creating this magical whimsical day and it all just seems like so fairy tale. When really when you talk to brides, so many are feeling really isolated and really scared and really alone. They feel distanced from their family as that relationship is changing and they're moving into this new phase. They feel distanced from their friends in this way because their friends are going through things and have thoughts about their fiance or their wedding and it's not all completely copacetic. And so there's a lot, and with their, even with their fiance, even though it's probably the, in many ways, the closest you are in your relationship, it's definitely not the easiest. There's all this new pressure and stress about this decision you've just made to get married that you don't, maybe not feeling your closest with your fiance. If one of you is experiencing cold feet or doubts or just anxiety, you might not even feel like you can share it with each other. So all of this to say is women are feeling more pressure and more attention, but not necessarily more supported during this time. 
So I think a lot of what this bridezilla thing is about is really just unprocessed emotion. It's all of that pressure that you're feeling from both yourself, right? You're feeling pressure from your past self. If you're one of those girls who dreamed of this moment her whole life, and now you're here and it's not what you thought it would be, or it's harder than you expected it to be. And maybe you don't look the way you thought you'd look, or you don't have the money you thought you'd have, or the sense of accomplishment that you thought you'd have when you became a bride. You've got all of that pressure. You've got your family's pressure. You've got your future family, your in-laws, all these people. And it's just really hard to make sense of it all and actually sort of digest and process those emotions. And when we don't do that, because there's no one showing us how, there's no one holding our hand through that and walking through that with us, it ends up just spewing out as bad reactions, ungratefulness, bitchiness, like these quote unquote bridezilla breakdowns. And I think it's true that these things happen, but I think that if we stop and look at what's under it, we wouldn't just say, oh my gosh, what a bridezilla. We'd say, oh, she's really going through something. She needs support. She needs help. She needs a minute, right? Like so many, there could be so many things she could be processing, so many invisible things. Like she could be grieving. Maybe her mom died when she was young and now she's grieving the death of her mother in this whole new way only because she's in this bridal moment. And all of that brings up those relationships and those moments and those dreams and those things that we thought we'd have that we don't have, right? And so if she's not able to process that, you're going to see it come out in sort of emotionally, you know, immature or unexpected or awkward ways. You're going to see, this is when a lot of vendors talk about just, we, I talked about this on a podcast that I was interviewed on. It's like this invisible burden of wedding vendors is that they often are the object of all of these emotional tantrums or fights or just the object of the emotional projection of the brides or their family members who just haven't been able to process these things in the right space, in the right way. And it stinks for the vendors. Like that's not what you signed up for. You have an art, a craft, whether you're a planner who it can have a huge vision and who can execute or whether you're a florist, who's just a true artist at heart, or you're a musician, part of a band, a DJ, you're a caterer, you are a pastry chef who creates beautiful cakes. Like you want to be a part of this day and this really magical moment. That's all about love, but you didn't sign up for, you know, to be the brunt of somebody's emotional baggage. And that so often happens with wedding vendors. And I think the more you can be sensitive to the fact of your brides aren't just being bridezillas just to be brats, but they're probably going through something pretty major and they're not having the support that they need. I think if we remember that and when we see a bridezilla, we think, oh, she's going through something instead of just, she's a total brat. I think it'll help all of us in the industry be able to walk this path with a little more grace and ease and empathy for each other. I think that on the other hand, there is a part of weddings and being a bride that's the same as you've heard this saying, money just makes you more of who you are. I think sometimes too, there is one aspect of it where becoming a bride, getting married, it does just bring up more of who you are. And so for some 
women, if they are sort of bratty or ungrateful or really myopic in their thinking and don't have a lot of concern for others, you are going to see that. And that is maybe the true bridezilla. I think that's a very small segment of the population. I think the other people, when you see someone who's acting really out of character and you say, wow, I never thought she'd be a bridezilla. That's when you're like, hold on. This isn't just her doing a thing. It's her going through a thing and she doesn't have the right support. And that's when I think we want to offer that support. We want to steer her towards getting that support because some real work needs to be done to process these emotions before you end up messing up your relationships, right? Like it's one thing if you piss off your wedding photographer, it's another thing if you end up pissing off your future mother-in-law or your sister or your father, maybe any of those people around you, your best friend, you don't want to have that bridezilla stuff damage your relationship. And that is where I end up sort of coming in and helping people get through all that. But the problem I think is when we have this concept of the bridezilla, it also is such a setup for the brides, right? Like it's this added pressure. So not only are you doing something you've never done before, like tying your life to another human and planning this really big extravagant party that you've probably never planned anything of this scale or magnitude in your life while all the closest relationships in your life are shifting beneath your feet, you're also then not supposed to fall, like not supposed to hit the third rail and fall off the cliff into bridezilla land. So there's this thing out there that brides are so self-conscious about, I don't want to become a bridezilla. And that I think adds another layer of like, hey, do all of this and don't show emotion. Don't step out of line. Don't break down. And that of course, when you're trying not to be a bridezilla, it's funny, the brides I talk to most are like, I never thought I'd be a bridezilla. I cannot believe this is happening to me. And it's like they tried so hard to not do it that they feel like they ended up doing that. And by doing that, I just mean having an emotional breakdown, freaking out, yelling at someone, letting their anxiety and their overwhelm spill out. And I think the thing is, we need to normalize that. We need to normalize the processing of emotion. And the more we let there be space for all of the emotions that are coming up for brides and their families and their friends and that whole inner circle, the more we can just say, hey, this is kind of messy. We're going through a change. There's going to be joy and excitement and lots of fun, but there's also going to be that shadow side of like grief and disappointment and letting go and renegotiating things. And I think the more we can let that be a part of the narrative instead of just like, Either you're like Miss Perfect Pretty buttoned up bride or you're a bridezilla. Like it's not like that. Black and white thinking, it's never been helpful. It's certainly not helpful now. I do think we should try to move away from the fear of being a bridezilla and just take the whole concept and as a warning and as a reminder, oh, it does get emotional. And bridezilla, if I step into that bridezilla feeling, I just, it's a reminder to myself, like something's up, something needs to be seen. An emotion needs to be felt. I need to have a conversation. I need to make a decision. I need to get support and knowing that that's all that that it means. And it doesn't mean you're a bad person and it doesn't mean you've made a mistake and it doesn't mean any of that. It just means something, an emotion wants to be felt and seen and heard. And so if you don't do it, you end up with these tantrum-y moments. 
So that is just a couple of my thoughts on the bridezilla thing. I think we need to move away from the term, but while we have it, let's use it to our advantage and just have it as a little placeholder in our mind. Like, okay, if we see someone who's acting in a bridezilla way, give them grace, give them compassion and remind yourself they're going through a thing. And if you, the bride are feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm scared to be a bridezilla. Just know there are going to be moments that you feel like that. And it's just a reminder, Hey, get yourself support, do some emotional stuff, do some self-care, do some stress management. That's what wants to happen. Not just more type A plan, 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 make a more perfect day is going to make you feel better because that's not what it really is. And when you get out of that cycle, get back in touch with who you are, what this is about, what you really want. The bridezilla will go wreck into her corner where she belongs, and we can all move forward with a little more grace and ease. So I hope this was helpful. Cannot wait to see you on the next episode. In the meantime, I am wishing you bridal bliss.